What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to the Ark of Rock. I am your host, Jared Cornelius, and uh, with me today to do another top five episode. Uh, we're both fresh back from a killer show in Oklahoma City at the Diamond Ballroom. Uh, with me today to give his top five best rock bands ever. Oh, sorry. Top five. Sorry. Top five rock albums of all time with me today is uh my father tom cornelius how you doing i'm good i'm good how's everything going it's it's going good uh great show last night uh awesome show you know ran into some old friends while we were there watched the show with them uh last night we went and saw um it was a uh, tribute memorial show for a uh, late singer of uh static x Wayne Static, and uh, it was a five-band lineup, and it was fucking killer. It was uh, Society One open. They were pretty... They were okay. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> Dope was the second band, but, I mean, it feels like they only played, like, five or six songs because, like, we were out back talking with Nick yep. for a while. But uh, they, they sounded they, good. Yeah, they sounded great, sure. But we were inside watching from Mushroom Head, who's the third band. They were... It was awesome. I feel like I could, they could have had a much bigger stage, too. Oh, yeah. With how many guys? I got seven guys in the band. It's fucking cool. But uh, they were cool. And then Fear Factory came out, and that's whenever the noise really started. It was really uh, sonically such a good fucking... With the style of music they play, oh, my God. They really know how to fill an area with sound. They did. Oh, no, no doubt. That's a very good statement. Yeah, that's a good way to describe it. <laughs> they filled that whole place up with sound. Like, I feel like uh, my fucking head was rattling. Oh, yeah. After the end of that one. And then, I mean, I'm not going to lie. Going into the show, I didn't know how I felt about Fear Factory uh, opening for Static X. And then Static X came out and showed me why. Uh, oh, yeah. There's no question about it. They uh, Static X put on one of the funnest shows I've ever seen. That was good. It's like the stage show that they did. I mean, the new singer sounds just like Wayne. And uh, he also does this. Like He's dressed like a fucking robot from the future he's got red glowing i'm telling you if uh you're out there and you're listening and a static x show comes near you go watch it because it's worth every fucking penny definitely and uh diamond ballroom has always been a favorite i mean just a year ago this month we were we, I, well i mean that you didn't actually end up going uh but uh it was because you accidentally drank an old uh spit bottle of mine and you, uh, you backed out of... Uh, <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Uh, yeah, I sure do. Oh, this Gatorade tastes funny. <laughs> no, don't drink the water. Yeah. Don't drink the hotel water. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, could have uh, could have killed you that day, but I decided not to go to the show. I actually didn't go to the show because your mom was, uh, wasn't feeling good, so I stayed home with her. Ooh. You say you're throwing her under the bus. No. Just telling the truth. <laughs> okay. Sometimes the truth hurts. The truth hurts, buddy. The truth right. hurts. But anyway, um, but yeah, no, Static Edge was incredible, and uh, I'll definitely go see them anytime they come around. I I had the opportunity to see uh, Static Edge with, with um, <clears throat> Wayne Static, and um, this, show, this show was better. Really? Oh, yeah. I, I saw them uh, at the the Wisconsin Death Trip um, album, so they, they didn't have all you know they they. 
I mean, that was only their, that was their second album. So I mean, yeah, I mean, so they, they really didn't have a whole lot of uh, material, and uh, I mean, it was it was awesome. The Wayne Static, he's awesome, but uh, it was uh, this one was really 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 fun. Every single song was just fucking. Dare I say he did Wayne Static very uh, justice? Yeah, I mean, so yeah, good for them. I, I, I they've gained an even bigger fan. Absolutely. I mean, like, I, I remember talking to you before Static X even came on. And uh, I was like, I have to listen to Fear Factory. And I've thought this since I got, became a fan of them. Fear Factory's got one of my favorite sounds in metal. Like, they're one of my favorite metal bands. They're, they're tight. So tight. tight. They, everything I love about that kind of music, they do it really well. The singing is, uh, it's not like, like, because some people, like, I can understand why if somebody said Lamb of God isn't for them. I get it. Sure. Because the singing can be kind of overwhelming. Sure. I don't think there's really anything overwhelming about Fear Factory. Or Static X. I mean, like, yeah, I mean, like... <laughs> like, you say it sounds like that, but I mean, like, the music... They do it when, it's ne- when it needs to be done, and it's not overdone, so... Absolutely, but it's also clear. Yes, it's not like and, and like it's all it's like dancing music almost. Like they they make fucking it's Fear Factory's brutal. Like and in, uh, side note, I we are not talking shit about Randall uh, Randall Blythe from uh, Lamb of God because I love him. No, so, different, just different kind of I different think kind of you, stuff. I think you're weak if you can't handle that kind of music. <laughs> I think that I mean like I'm not gonna I'm not I don't look down on people for it because I get it. There's weak people out there. Like the other day, Dad, did you see this um, this video? Uh, this girl was leaving a uh, Playboy Cardi uh, con- uh, concert at a uh, the Rolling Loud Rap Festival, which is the biggest rap festival of the year. Mm-hmm. And Playboy Cardi was playing, and uh, apparently, like a lot, you know, and you know how like a lot of artists in general have always used like like devils and like you know demonic imagery just for shock value and everything uh, uh, it's been done for yeah, years cool. Alice Cooper yeah, cut sure. his fucking head off sure so like that's nothing new to people that listen to like metal and no. rock and all that stuff or even shock music it's been done for years so like that shit doesn't bother me like if somebody says music satanic and that's what they're saying to dad if I could I, have you ever listened to a Playboy Cardi song before uh, I'll be honest with you I've never even heard uh, those two words together um, until today Okay, well, you know what? Let's see. I'm gonna show. I'm gonna. I would like to play you a song, and I want you to tell me if you think that this guy sounds demonic in any way. Because this <laughs> okay. girl was walking away, and like apparently some of his new music, he like screams or whatever in a way. Okay. But like originally, I mean, like, but just listen. Tell me what this is. What it his, sounds good already? This is. Uh, I'm gonna play some of his first album. I can't believe I'm playing this on the Ark of Rock, but I just got gotta show Dad this because it's for. Con- it's for it's f- it's for context. It's for context uh, about this video. If anybody out there that actually has Twitter, you probably know what I'm talking about. The the girl leaving the Playboy Cardi concert, clutching her pearls, talking about how you know she didn't go there for demon stuff, and everybody in the comments losing their minds, saying how all these rappers are worshiping Satan and selling their soul. I'm like, just listen to the music. Like, listen to the music. It, if that's what you sold your soul to the devil to make... And no, I'm not. Don't mistake me. I love rap. There's a lot of rap I love. But, like, a lot of the stuff that people are saying is like, oh, they're worshipping the devil. I'm just like, I'm like, oh, my God. It's almost like saying Elvis was worshipping the devil. That, what are you talking about? And I don't know. And also, I mean, I guess it kind of it matters whether or not you think that matters. I mean, like, if someone told me they worship the devil, I wouldn't give a fuck. 
Boring. Anyway, here's a song off his first album. This is probably his most famous song ever. All right, let's hear it. Yo, Pierre, you want to come out here? So that's uh. Is that guy like uh, English or something? No, no, no. I think he was like 17 when this song came out. Um, but this is off of his new album. Well, what was that guy's name again? What's Playboy Cardi. Playboy Cardi. Yeah, a lot of people uh, say that he's uh, you know, one of the best in the game and one of the best ever. This is a song called Slayer by him. Okay, so I'm not going to play anymore because I don't want to piss anybody off that's listening to this to get away from that kind of music. But, like, uh... <laughs> but, look, that's demonic, Dad. That's what's considered demonic and, you know, you worship Satan. And you know what a lot of it is, though? It's if, like, someone's gay, then they always automatically assume they worship, worship Satan. Like, I'm sure people said Elton John was a Satan worshiper. Did you ever hear that? No, I've never. No, I, 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 you know, no, I've never heard that. Huh. But you know, it seems like anything, uh, anything not adhering to the. Uh, oh well, no, wait a minute. What, what are we doing here? I thought we were gonna do rock. No, we're good. No, we're good. We're filling up time. We got time. Okay. This is I, music. I, 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 yeah. This is re- relative to music. True. Yeah. Well, because um, I mean, you've lived a lot. You've lived long enough to see a lot of different uh, things happen in music controversies people being accused of stuff i mean like it just seems like it's really big in hip-hop that you know they're all in the illuminati and they're all satan worshipers and they sacrifice kids and i'm just like what the fuck no it's it's just it's it's ridiculous to think of the shit that some people were doing in the 60s and 70s and guess what it's called freedom of religion by the way that's true so well, here's the thing. What I was, what I realized is a lot of people like, well, like, well, you kind of got, and I have to like, I have to stop myself, and like, I have to remind myself there are people that are real, super religious, and if you're Christian, then what are you, what are you taught? Satan's the like, you know, he's basically the enemy. He's like the Lakers if you're a Celtics fan. You know what I mean? He's Larry Bird. You're man. You know what I mean? God's Magic Johnson. The devil's Larry, or the vice versa. Um. So, if, like, there are people that are uh, portraying that shit, then all those people that think that, you know, demonic stuff and Satan, which, which to me, I don't give a fuck, because it means nothing to me. It means nothing to me. I either. think the imagery's cool sometimes. I mean, like, I'm not, like, I just, none of it matters to me. I like the music. You know, imagery isn't a big deal to me. But anyway, um, 
it's just a lot of those people are going to turn away from that because they think demonic stuff and all that it just brings bad energy and you know all this stuff but like i don't know i guess you have to believe in that shit to care you know what i mean well, that's the key word right there you got to believe in it to care yeah but like you also have to remember like i i love whenever people finally say well not everybody believes in that shit so who cares you know right, what I mean? Right. But anyway, let's uh, let's get into why we're here today. Um, we're go- we're going to uh, discuss uh, our personal top five. This isn't necessarily what we think. You know, the top five, one through five best rock albums. This is our personal top five rock albums. So uh, we're gonna do it, and it's not draft style, so it doesn't really matter. But uh, uh, we're gonna go through them, Dad. Uh, you want to take the honors? You're the guest. Okay. Uh, name your first one and uh, why, and uh, talk about the album a little bit. All right. Well, the uh, first uh, on my list is uh, a band called The Police. For anybody who's never heard of The Police, uh, <laughs> wake up. Uh, <clears throat> no, I mean they—they now look. The Police just happen to be one of my favorite bands, hands down. Despite. You know, no genre or anything like that. I mean, uh, they're just one of my favorite bands. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and the and they have a lot of good albums. Um, just just so happens I I pick Synchronicity too, as uh, as their as their I think, you know, their best rock rock album. It's just from it's got it's got a mixture of uh, of, of you know their upbeat good stuff and uh, and then wrapped around your finger, you know, <clears throat> and it's got. Um, yeah, exactly. That's uh, my favorite song on that. I love that song. Absolutely, I like I like Synchronicity. That's a good. It, it's good. Um, that's a good song. Um, it's just I think that that at that time they were at their at their highest, at their peak, and um, they just they they knocked that album out of the out of the water. And they went away. And then they kind of and then Sting got cuntish and, and <laughs> you know went out on his own. Have you listened to my Police episode? No. I just did a whole episode over I mean, I didn't do like, you know, an in-depth dive into it, but I went over their five albums because that was my artist of the week that I did. I should have had you with me and did, had you do it with me. True. But anyway, make sure you check that out. Good plug. Good yes, plug. definitely. Anyway, so number, uh, my first one, I'm not doing any particular order because any of these could be number one. My first rock album for me and I don't even think it's a. There should be no misunderstandings about it. it. It's, I think, without a doubt, a top five rock album ever. Um, Led Zeppelin two. Uh, I mean, ramble. I uh, uh, fucking ramble on. Uh, whole lot of love. I think the Lemon songs on that. Uh, Heartbreaker, which is one of my favorite ones. Like, that's one of the best rock songs ever. I just think that that is, uh, to me, top to bottom, their best and most... Like, it's their album that is the most rock. Like, some of their shit's kind of folky. Some of it's, uh, you know, kind of disco-ish. Some of it's... Uh, they, 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 they changed a lot, like, and they evolved differently. Like, their first album was, like, psychedelic acid blues rock. And then their second album was just fucking Chuck Berry turned up to Ted with the distortion. So, uh, but done in their way. And I just, I don't think there could be any uh, debate on whether or not, I mean, I think you could put a lot of Zeppelin albums. But the thing is, and here's why I picked Zeppelin 2. 
some of their albums, like I would consider Physical Graffiti a hard rock album. I think it's a little harder. I think Zeppelin II still has that early 70s rock sound. Right. It's I I think that that uh, that's closer to like the Stones than uh, you know some of that other stuff. But anyway, that's the first album I'm taking. Uh, Zeppelin II. Dad, what is your second one? My second album is uh, is Invisible Touch by Genesis. Um, everybody everybody should know. Everybody uh, if they don't know, I'm I'm a huge Genesis fan. Uh, those were the first two concerts I ever went to. Uh, as a young boy of 12 years old and then of uh, 15 years old I believe so uh, and they were and they left imprints on my mind just how great of musicians they were uh, um, Phil Collins is a madman on the drums um, he was a great singer they just put on great shows and this album Invisible Touch it's, it's my it's a, it's a little more um, I don't know. It's 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 definitely Genesis, but it's a uh, it's 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 a little more you know um, modern um, to their to their sound. Uh, I mean, you, you got songs like Invisible Touch, uh, then that you know Tonight Tonight Tonight, and then uh, Land of Confusion. Um, anyway, I mean, she's it's got it's it's loaded from top to bottom. So um, there we go. Invisible Touch by Genesis. Make sure y'all check it out. Um, my second one, I think this is one of the best albums ever made. Uh, I'm going with, uh, Boston's debut album, Boston. Uh, it's, uh, I mean, top to bottom, one of the best albums ever. It doesn't stop. I love that about that album. Um, I just, I don't even need to go through the songs. I think everybody that's listening can name at least four or five of them off of that album. Uh, Smokin', Rock and Roll Band, Foreplay, Long Time, uh, Peace of Mind, Take Me Home the Night. Uh, yeah, it, it's just, it's incredible. The sound is so good. Uh, Brad Delp is a genius. They've recorded that whole album in his fucking parents' basement or something in Boston. Uh, Read up on um, on Boston. They're a really good band, and all their other stuff's really good too. It's just their first album was so fucking good, it overshadowed anything they ever did afterwards. So, uh, but it, definitely one of the best rock albums. I mean, it make you, it'll make you feel every emotion possible. So, check that out, Boston, by Boston. All right, Dad. Good one. Yeah, very good one. Uh, I'm gonna go. <clears throat> my next one is uh, is actually a band is another '70s band that started in the '70s, The Foreigner. Uh, oh, and this is their their album. Uh, it's they're entitled Number Four, the Number Four. Um, it's got I mean it's got Jukebox Hero on it. Um, waiting for a girl like you. Uh, I've just, been waiting. Absolutely. For urgent. I, I mean it's got it's it some heavy hitters on there. I mean again another uh, we keep see you know we seem to keep saying this but top to bottom solid solid album. In my well, it's opinion, top five has got to be solid. In my opinion, yes. In my it's in my humble opinion, it's, it's in my top five. Um, yes, uh, you give me that album any any time, I'll listen to it. Okay, Foreigner. What was the name of the album? Four. Foreigner Four. Make sure you check it out. All right, my third one. I couldn't leave this band off because I think they're the best rock band ever. So I had to pick what I think their best rock album is. And uh, it was tough. 
but uh, I'm gonna go with Sticky Fingers by the Rolling Stones. Good one. Uh, whoo, Nelly. 1971 was a good year for them, especially putting out music. I mean, if you think of the year, like they were competing with Zeppelin, Sabbath, fucking Aerosmith, like all those guys, and uh, you know they were still fucking putting out hitters after hitters. I mean, after that uh, was Exile on Main Street, which was a, easily could be another one. Yep. But to me. Sticky Fingers is like their most rocking album. I think it fucking rocks. And uh, Can't You Hear Me Knocking has one of the best intro riffs ever. Um, Wild Horses is great. Bitch is a great song. Uh, and if you want to look at a good bulge, you know, in a, in a pair of man's pants, make sure you check out the album cover because you can totally see his dick in the, <laughs> his right. imprint. You can see his dick imprint. That's, so, what, we, uh, that's what we look here for on the Arc of Rome, Yeah, guess, absolutely. All right. Uh, so, uh, for, sorry, sometimes I forget I'm not in the war room. Uh, but anyway, uh, so yeah, Sticky Fingers is uh, my number three. Oh, that, that's a good one. That, that is another good one. Uh, I'm going to uh, go with a, a, a group of, uh, of individuals by the name of Hart. Anne and Nancy Wilson leading up this band, uh, which they're, I mean, I could have picked, I could have picked a couple albums, but I, I went with uh, Dreamboat Annie. Yep. And, Magic uh, Man. Magic Man, of course. It's my favorite song. Crazy on You. <laughs> Dreamboat Annie. So that's a, I mean, it's just, it's a <laughs> kick ass album. And, um, uh, enough said. She has such a good voice. Good voice, uh, and you know, I, I guess I could have, uh, um, I guess I could have included her sister in my uh, list of uh, underrated under, under, underrated guitarists because I, I actually think she's really good. So. No, she is. She's incredible. Like that little bolero solo she does going into that is fucking incredible. That's a great pick. I think Dreamboat Annie. Like that's a great. Uh, no, it is. It's one of the best rock albums ever. Yep. Is Barracuda on that one too? No. No, really? No, see that I, it was it was a it was a crop a, a toss up, but I really like Crazy on You and Magic Man. Magic Man's my favorite is my favorite heart song, so that's why I'm not mad about it. I mean, Barracuda is fucking it's one of the best that's riffs iconic. ever. Yeah, that riffs iconic. iconic. Yeah, sure. All right, so with my number four, I had to I wanted to include this band because I think that they were a big big uh, part of uh, of rock and roll especially progressing into what it turned into in the 80s and going forward and, and like making the stage theatrics bigger and better. And also, I, I just genuinely think this album is one of the best rock and roll albums ever. Uh, I'm going with Kiss's debut album, Kiss, uh, Firehouse, Cold Gin, uh, uh, Nothing to Lose, uh, Strutter, Deuce, fucking no. It's a, it's a, it's an incredible album and it's rock and roll and it, it's some of its finest form and one of its finest forms, and uh, I think a lot of people that want to you know talk shit about Kiss go listen to that album, listen to Firehouse, you know let it go down you know it's a great fucking album Strutter I mean come on I uh, you know um, I wasn't gonna hate you as soon as you said that because Strutter's on it and Strutter's my my favorite Kiss song and I think it's their best song. So I'm, I mean, I'm with you. Nothing to lose. Cold gin. Dis- I mean, like, right. Black Diamond is on that album. Like, it's a, it's a great fucking, uh, it's a great album. So uh, make sure, I would check that out. And I also think it, it is one of the best rock and roll albums, and also one of the coolest album covers ever that inspired all the black metal bands look 
forever. Like, that's what's cool about Kiss. Like, all those guys, they literally said uh, that, like, everybody used to think that it wasn't Kiss because of the way their music sounded. Like, oh, no, it was. Like, you know, Kiss definitely, we wanted to look like them. But, uh, so check that out. Yes, definitely. And I will say, ACDC's not on my list, and I'll say why. It's because I do think their best albums are more hard rock than just rock and roll. Uh, that's I, I love I love them off my list yeah. too, under those under that criteria. They're one of the best rock and roll bands ever, but I do think Back in Black, Highway to Hell, High Volt, uh, Power Ridge. I mean, and uh, uh, Let There Be Rock. Like that's I think it's all harder. You know what I mean? No, most definitely. Let There Be Rock or you know I you know, but I'd let them off because I I you know whatever. But anyway, all right, Dad, what's your last one? The last one's kind of a you know it's. Probably not normally something someone would listen to, but uh, because actually I, I believe it, it is one of the um, statistically one of the, the best selling um, albums of all time. Um, <laughs> it's Brian Adams, the his Reckless album. When nineteen sixty nine, the summer of sixty nine. Yeah, it's every song on that. Nineteen sixty nine, the summer of sixty nine. Yeah, yeah. I mean, every song. I mean, there's a lot of songs on there that just they're just sing alongs. It I just like starts Brian off Adams. and it, it starts off good and it just keeps going. I will say it. That's rock. It's rock. I mean, it's, it's just rock and rock. roll. Yeah. yeah. You know, I, I, I got I, my first real string. He honestly, on. I think he does what Bruce Springsteen does, but better. Yeah. Bruce you know, Springsteen's just gonna. I, I, I was. Uh, I was really. Looking to at looking looking for a spot for old uh, John Cougar Mellencamp too. Have <laughs> small town. Jack and Diane. Uh, you know what? Whenever we used to live in Fort Gibson, when that song would come on the radio, probably whenever he would say "Providence Small Town," yeah. I was like, "Oh fuck, I'm gonna kill myself." Yeah. I was like, "This song, living in a small town and that listening to that song. If you really listen to the lyrics and think about it, it'll make you fucking realize." Talk to your Jesus in a small town. Yeah, it's fucking horrible. Used to daydream in that small town. Yeah. But anyway, all right. So, uh, wow, I'm honestly surprised you didn't go with any, uh, you know, any standards. No. Which is cool. Everybody, you know, everybody, everybody, you know, everybody gets a shot. Come on. Okay. Well, uh, well, with my last one, uh, I think it's one. Not to mention, I knew you'd go with the standards, so. Well, nothing changing about this one. I think it's one of the best rock albums ever. Uh, I'm going uh, Dark Side of the Moon, (laughs) Pink Floyd. Obviously, yeah. I think it's, uh. I know it's probably pretty cliche, but I it's hard to leave it off. I mean, I mean, I don't know if it's necessarily. No, for sure, dude. I mean, brain damage, eclipse, on, uh, fucking uh, on the run, time, breathe, fucking uh, uh, any color you like. It's like that all fucking. I imagine if you were tripping on acid, listening to that shit. I bet that part was the part where you're all like, "Oh fuck, man, I'm in space, man." And if Trevor's listening, that's whenever you finally start to realize that you fucking exist. That's absolutely right. <laughs> I exist, man. I'm gonna fucking die. <laughs> I'm dead, man. Anyway, but yeah, that's uh, my number five um, honorable mentions. Uh, uh, get your wings, Aerosmith. Um, that's a good one. Uh, Weekend Warriors, Ted Nugent. It's another good one. Um, Rubber Soul, The Beatles. Wow. 
It's a good one. Good for you. You're actually giving the Beatles a little, uh, a little credit. They're there. good. I like the Beatles. I just the thing is, I used to be a fucking asshole, and whenever I heard people say things like. I think the Beatles are the greatest band ever. If I don't agree, I used to be like, if I didn't agree with them, I'd get mad and, you know, shut the hell, fuck you. <laughs> I don't care. It doesn't matter who anybody thinks is the best band ever. But I won't sit there and let anyone tell me that the Beatles are better than Led Zeppelin if we're sitting there talking. Right. I respect the Beatles. I just think, uh, if you, here's the way I look at it. People are right. I will say this. I don't know what it was like to experience and experience them as it was going on. I don't know what it was like. You know why? Because it was the first time in history there was anything like that. Right. So guess what? When you're the first to do something that big, not only is it hard to duplicate, but you're always going to get credit for being first. Right. And you're always the the bar. Exactly. I mean, how many fucking bands that look like fucking... But, you know, I never understood how everyone was, like, falling over, fainting over them. I, none of them were that handsome. Oh, but they, yeah, but they were just cuties. That's what it was. They were just uh, clean sure, shaven. And, stupid and, and haircuts. They're, and they're, I don't and like they're this. fucking nice suits and shit. Come yeah, on. but I'm, I'm just saying. Think about it. But you're right, though. But there's I want to hold your hand bullshit. Come on. But there had never been anything like that. No. And they opened the door... For all those bands that came after. But like... But if you really think about it, nothing's really changed about music. There's always what's, you know, popular. And then there's, you know, the stuff that you have to go to pubs in downtown London to hear. Right. right. Cream was playing in 1966. So were the fucking Beatles. You know what I mean? No, I bet Cream looked like the Beatles too. Oh, yeah. I mean... All of them. They, they They all wore those stupid suits and had the, you know, their... Oh, no, Cream wasn't dressing like that at that point. I mean, the Rolling Stones dressed like that. The Animals dressed like that. Uh, Which I, I, I don't know. It just When you're playing a certain... I mean, I don't know. I, I, I would never wear a suit unless I was, you know, playing a cello or something. Or uh, Yeah, if I was in an orchestra. An orchestra. Playing for the Queen or something. Like, yeah, I'd probably wear a suit. <laughs> yeah, sure. No, I... No, like the thing with the Beatles is just like, I just, I genuinely don't, uh, like, look, I, I think the Rolling Stones influenced band, band's sound more than the Beatles did, but the Beatles made all those guys want to play music because of how many girls they got, how the attention, well, the I fame, mean, if you, you but look, if you Beatles think about it, if you listen it. to it, who sounds like the Beatles, Dad? Well, no one. That, oh, thank you. So what? Who did they influence sound-wise? Who? How? You can name bands that you can tell, like the Rolling Stones well, and ACDC. I, well, I mean, you know, branching off like George Harrison going, you know, singing with uh, with the Traveling Wilburys. I mean, there's a there's a sound. There's a, a every time I hear George Harrison, I just think the Beatles. That's what I'm saying. Because he's in the Beatles. But even when but he's tra- in Traveling Wil- Wilburys, yeah, and then Jeff Lynn starts singing. And then I'm like, oh, ELO. Well, that's another, that's a, you know what? Great fucking singer. Good gosh, man. I mean, I did, oh my ELO. God, the album, the album with Evil Woman, great song. And then the song uh, uh, Showdown, it's a, I know, it's a great fucking, I love the orchid, the fucking, dun, dun, dun. yeah, that shit's fucking badass. My, my mom said and that, that he would uh, play so hard that, that the, uh, the strings would smoke. 
and break as he was playing because it was he was it was a you know an electric. Uh huh. So that's fucking awesome. Yeah. No, like the travel, but like I'm just saying, Aerosmith. They were trying to be the Rolling Stones in the early '70s, all heroined out, Guns and Roses. Same thing. Uh, fucking. There's a band called the Struts. They look like the Rolling Stones in the early '70s right now. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Harry Styles looks like fucking doing Mick Jagger's whole thing. Or and you can argue also David Bowie, but I'm just saying like I would say as far as influence, the Beatles didn't influence it because nobody plays music like them. Have you, has anybody ever sat and thought about that? There's not one band that I've ever listened to and been like, huh? They, they kind of like sound like the Beatles. Even style. One thing I'll give the Beatles credit for: they didn't do like they they did covers, but they always did it in the, in a different way. Like some blues bands would cover them and do it blues, you know, they do it a blues cover. They would do it like I love their cover of Buck Owens' song "Act Naturally." I think Ringo does it really well, and they they have a really cool sound. Like and the Beatles did have a cool sound, and I'm saying they're unique. They're the one of a kind. Yeah. There's the, but their sound also became outdated. Because here's the thing: they they stopped touring in like what 67, 68. They they stayed together for a couple years, but they only did studio work. Yeah, like Let It Be all the way to Abbey Road. They didn't tour on that shit. Yeah, and and one could argue when Rubber Soul on is probably their best, like when their music got better. And like, I mean, I what kind of music would they have made in the seventies? Well, uh, I mean, what what would they have gone on to make? Uh I mean, Paul McCartney and Wings kind of stuff. I don't know. That, but that's Paul McCartney's vision. I mean, John Lennon went a different way, and so did... I mean, they all, all four of them went a different I'm way. That's what I'm saying. The only uh-huh. one that was actually, like, rock and roll through and through is Ringo. Yeah. And I actually really like Ringo. He's a cool dude. Like, he's, I'm happy he's still around, because he's, he's a really cool guy. And I love watching clips from his Ringo Stars all-star band thing. It's really fun watching him and all those fucking guys play. Because, like, what's cool is everybody that's in the band, they, he, they all play songs from the bands they were in. So, like, there's a guy from Men at Work. I think he's the guy that sings for the band now. And they they always do Who Can It Be? And they do a really cool song. And Ringo just plays drums for... And that's all he does is they just trade off playing different songs from different bands. So I'd go see that. Edgar Winter's in the band, I think. It really is a Frankenstein band. Yeah. But, no, uh... Wait, what the fuck? What, what was leading up into that? Oh, the Beatles. So, yeah, no, I, uh... The Rolling Stones, I just think you can... I think the way I look at it is the Beatles made people want to play... They made guys want to pick up the guitar because they saw how girls reacted. They saw how the they were on TV. They were playing Wembley Stadium, Shea Stadium. They were doing all that shit. But, uh, you know, they realized... You know, if we fucking go out there into a, club, a bar in front of a bunch of 1960s men that were drinking... Uh, and try to play Yellow Submarine, they'll get fucking lynched. So they had to have some edge to them. And who had edge at that time? The Rolling Stones. Cream. Jimi Hendrix. Well, the Rolling Stones needed the, uh, the Hells Angels to back up to be their <laughs> security. And well, you know what's... That was so fucking... And you know what's funny? They didn't know what the fuck the Hells Angels were. They didn't even know what they were. They're a bunch of fucking British guys. 
Oh yeah, get the get the Hell's Angels in here. <laughs> oh, we're worried about you. We're Sound like a good bunch of blokes. Oh, as as angels, the kids are Keith Richards. As they say, we're gonna protect us. Oh, protect us, they did. Oh, they was watching a video, and they asked uh, Keith Richards about Led Zeppelin. He was just like, "Oh, Led Zeppelin." He's like, "Fitting name because they never got off the ground." God. He said, looked at the camera like all, like he's like fucked up or something. But he, but he wasn't, was he? No, it was all an act. He quit doing heroin in 1980. They all did. Now, I'm not denying he drinks and smokes cigarettes, because he does. But he ain't doing heroin. I don't give a fuck who you are. Lemmy, the fact that he made it to 71. Meth, booze, cigarettes. Every day. Nasty fucking women. Like, I, uh... Oh, yeah, every day. Playing, Playing that music. Like, the fact he made it to 71 isn't fucking... Modern marvel of science because he was not taking care of himself at all. So like, you gotta wonder maybe if he would have been a been kind of selfish. It's kind of selfish if you think about it, especially when you get people that you know love you and care about you and just like. But you know he'd live so much longer if you wouldn't drink a three bottles of Jack Daniels a day and smoke four packs of Marlboro Red One Hundreds. And it wouldn't have been Motorhead either, because all that contributed to his voice. I mean, yeah. <laughs> so, didn't they say that he was kind of sounding rough in his last like couple weeks? Um, at seventy-one, dying. Yeah, because I mean, he pretty much died. You know what I mean? He wasn't just like a, uh, like oh, let me laying in bed for the last fucking three weeks. It was like bag live, live playing. Oh, 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 he let died me, on me, stage. No, not on stage. Oh, but okay. I mean, you know. Let me went home. Who's this? Yeah. Oh gosh. If you like the animal, I'll tell you I'm your man. Such a good fucking song. How crazy is it? All three of them are gone. The originals. And they were asking Mickey D about uh um like that blonde guy that was drumming for him. Uh they were asking him if there was ever a plans of getting Motorhead back together and he was just all like there's no Lemmy why would I do that also I would find where that guy lives and be like how dare you even try to get this band back together because you played in it for a few years or whatever like he played it we played with him for a while but I'm just like that isn't like you know Rudy Sarzo he's taking quiet right on the fucking road and it's just him with a bunch of other randos well, I mean, Benali's dead, and so is Kevin DeBro. Yeah. So. So, uh, yeah, what? They're Sarzo get, helped start that band, though. They're not even getting Carlos. Hmm. Well, again, I mean, like I said, Rudy helped start that band, so. I think Rudy should just stay in the Guess Who, like he had been. He'd been with them for like five or six years. Should have stayed with them. American woman. Dun, dun. They're coming to the Osage Casino, everybody. In the Tulsa area, if you want to go see the Guess Who, they get like 20 hits. Go check them out. Uh, sure, the tickets, the tickets, the tickets will be cheap, so uh, you should totally check them out. But anyway, uh, that's our uh, that's they're gonna do it for us. Uh, that was our top five uh, rock albums of all time. Uh, we uh, will have another top five next week. 
Um, we'll reveal that next week whenever we do it. So, uh, Dad, thank you for uh, being on. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. Of course. Until next time, everybody, thank you for listening uh, to The Ark of Rock. Don't forget to like, share, subscribe, follow, download all of it. Share with your friends, the internet, everybody. Uh, The Ark of Rock, The War Room, Killing Time Productions. Make sure you uh, spread the word. Uh, And also, tomorrow, live, well, in case this doesn't come out by then, Saturday, March 11th. Uh, me and Trevor doing the War Room live from the AXL Barbershop in Coweta at 11.30 in the morning. Uh, so if you uh, you need a haircut, go out there and uh, stop by and you know listen and hang out for a bit and uh, check it out. But uh, anyway, we also have business cards ready to hand out to people with QR codes that will you know, send you right to our uh, pages on Spotify or Apple. So anyway... Thank you for listening, everybody. Uh, We'll check in with you next week. Goodbye.